Welcome to Wetwire. This is Premium Episode 6, Christian Nationalism. I'm Sean Andes. And I'm Julian Paul Butt. This is also going to be the first episode kicking off our Fash Boy Summer miniseries. For each episode, Jules and I are going to wade through the hate-filled corners of the internet to find the ideas, events, and people who popularize ethno-nationalism, religious extremism, authoritarianism, and generally fascist trends that are becoming more commonplace. Are there going to be some days of difficulty moving ahead? Oh, you better believe it. Okay, look, I'm not a doomsday individual, but if you can't see the writing on the wall, you're not using even half your brain and you're not reading any of your Bible. They're going to bankrupt this economy. Okay, gas prices are not coming down anytime soon, yet you're still here, right? God's still blessing. God's going to take... Why? Because I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Gas prices are going to go up. Everybody's like, well, you know, it's Ukraine's fault and Russia's fault that we got inflation. No, it's the fact that a bunch of creeps stole an election that everybody knows they stole, and they're trying to do as much damage as they possibly can until we start restoring some order around here. It's purposeful. It's purposeful. You can't even buy baby formula on Amazon. Check me. You can check me while I'm preaching. Try to buy some Infamil, see if you can. But there's truckloads of it down on the border. All right, we might as well just start preaching for a minute, all right? There's truckloads of it down on the border. You see, here's what the left does. If they can't kill your baby in the womb, they'll starve them to death later on after they've been born. Flips his fucking mic. So that was Pastor Greg Locke, the founder and lead pastor of Kingdom Life Church in Mount Juliet, Tennessee, preaching on May 15th, 2022. A lot of people have already heard that clip by now. It was Mediasan on MSNBC covered it. It's been on social media. It's been quite a few places. I heard it on another podcast. Uh, you know, people with YouTube channels have covered this clip. It's on TikTok. I mean, really, you can, if you look up toxic Christianity or toxic Christian nationalism, which is kind of like, you know, like double toxic. <laughs> Col- column A, column B. I, I've already seen it come across my TikTok several times already. It's on there as like angry preachers and stuff like that. The guy has a very heated style and he is just not always like that. I, I also listened to a bunch of interviews with him when he's talking to the media. He seems like he's a genuinely likable guy, but he still says some terrible things. I'm not one to judge people's appearance too much, but I kind of have to disagree. He doesn't seem likable at all with his, I'm a, I'm a cop. I'm, or no, I'm definitely not a cop haircut. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you should listen to some interviews with him. He's he's very personable. He smiles a lot. He's very friendly in an interview. He's not a preacher when he's sitting in a chair talking to somebody. All the personalities for the for the context. Yeah, well, that's probably very true. I th- I think he he has a polished preaching style that really resonates with crowds in, you know, where where his church is. I lived in Mount Juliet. And I, I, I shopped at the Piggly Wiggly 
Like I, I remember Mount Juliet very well. Greg Locke definitely fits in. Let's go back to the clip. Now I'm gonna say something right now. Gonna make about maybe ten of you mad. But I don't care if it makes all of you mad. We'll start over next week. You know the Bible talks about church discipline, right? About kicking folks out that cause trouble. I'm almost going to say I'm about to the place. I am to the place. I'm to the place right now. If you vote Democrat, I don't even want you around this church. You can get out. You can get out, you demon. You can get out, you baby butcher. <laughs> Election thief. You cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat in this nation. I don't care how mad that makes you. You get pissed off as you want to. You cannot be a Christian He's and vote Democrat and in this nation. They are God-denying demons that butcher babies and hate this nation. They hate this nation. Get mad all you want to. I don't care if you stand. I don't care if you throw tomatoes, praise God. I'm about to throw a microphone up in his house. CNN can eat my dirty socks. You cannot be a Democrat and a Christian. You cannot. Somebody say amen. The rest of you, get out. Get out. Get out in the name of Jesus. I ain't playing your stupid games. I'm going to the Supreme Court this Tuesday at noon, and I'm going to raise hell for the life of them babies. I'm going to raise Cain for them. babies. Yes, I am. Things going to get worse. Can't even feed babies. Bunch of devils. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> talk about the insurrection. Hmm. Let me tell you something. You ain't seen the insurrection yet. There it is. You keep on pushing our buttons, you low-down, sorry, compromisers. You God-hating communist America, you'll find out what an insurrection is because we ain't playing your garbage. We ain't playing your mess. My Bible says that the church of the living God is an institution that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And the Bible says that we'll take it by force. That's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible says. It's going to get worse. That is what the Bible says. Is it? <laughs> oh, God, that guy, man. I, I'm going to break my foot up in your ass now. <laughs> raise Cain right in Joe Biden's backyard, that sleepy old fool. <laughs> which, which is Delaware. His backyard is in Delaware. Well, no, he lives at the White House. Yeah, but... He lives in the White House. Yeah, well, now his backyard's in Washington. He's the president. Or do you think the election the election was stolen? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jules back with anarchist news. <laughs> the Daily Report. <laughs> now we haven't talked about the reptilian lizard people so far. That's that's David Icke news. <laughs> QAnon news. Seriously, though, once you start getting to the point where you're saying anybody is a baby killer or a demon, you've completely dehumanized them. I mean, at least in your rhetoric, it doesn't take much imagination to think that somebody is going to take that seriously. We can't imagine what goes on inside of Greg Locke's mind and what he means versus what he says, the fired up Southern preacher in the buckle of the Bible belt and, you know, in, in rural Tennessee 
we don't know what he's thinking. We, we, we do know what he's saying. And it's, it is not surprising to me at all if somebody was to take any of that literally, whether or not he means it literally. The part where he was saying, take it by force, it's written in the Bible, sounded kind of literal when he was it saying it It sounds really way. literal. Exactly does. And whether he is just getting worked up there, running around, jumping up and down up on stage. In he front was of his literally screen. hopping. He was literally hopping. He actually hopped, you know, like he said he was about to throw a microphone up in this joint and he he said, get out of here. And he starts running in place. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could I I totally understand why people show up and listen to him preach. That is a show. I mean, he is he is doing work up there. I mean, he really is. I would go to watch him speak in the same way that I would go to a NASCAR event. I'm. Or, or, or going to a hockey event, I'm expecting fights to break out. Right. I, I, and like it doesn't because he's doing all the fighting up there by himself up on, you know, up on stage. Re- recently, Greg Locke had to move from his original preaching location into a tent to accommodate the new people. So he actually he has this washed out blue background. But if in other shots, you can't see it when they're filming the uh, when they're filming the the sermon or the service. But. In other shots where you can see up at the ceiling, it's actually a circus tent. It's like red and white stripes. Whether or not anybody takes what he says seriously or whether he means it seriously, I don't think he cares if people take it seriously in a literal way or if they just are excited by all the animated movements. He doesn't seem like the guy that has is going to have much remorse if somebody goes and kills some Democrats because he thinks they're demons and baby killers. On the note of the baby killers thing, which is repeating all the same lines that we've been talking about with the satanic panic, he also mentions babies after they're born, specifically referencing formula. I couldn't help but think, one, how full of shit he definitely is, being right-wing and Republican, and specifically that George Carlin line where he says, about Republicans. If you're pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. Yeah, that was like one of the main lines for of George Carlin for a while. Republicans only care about babies when they're in the womb. And once you're born, they could give a shit. Until you're of military age. Until you're old enough to vote or go go die in the army. That's it. That's all they care about. And now we we can see how some of this, you know, some of this, uh, some of these positions are getting rearranged a little bit. Now it's the, it's only the, these God fearing, Jesus loving Christians that care about babies. Nobody else cares about babies. (laughs) And this whole discussion about the formula and locks, it's not even an insinuation. It's an absolute accusation that it's purposeful. He says it over and over again. He says it's purposeful. The idea that this formula, infant formula crisis is somehow purposeful, is just dramatically oversimplifying how complicated this stuff is and how much work went into this that brought about this circumstance, mainly by Republicans, but also by a lot of Democrats. Yeah. There are there are something like three formula companies inside the United States because it is incredibly easy and lax to continue operating when you're making baby formula. And it is in also insanely and unnecessarily difficult for a new company to enter into that field. It's it's basically, it's like this triopoly that's going on. 
there's two, maybe three companies that are that are, have the lock on the on the infant formula market. And you can't import it from Europe because of how regulations are set up. And you cannot import it from Europe because our regulations from the from the Department of Agriculture do not allow us to bring in formula from Europe. So that's off the table already. We also can't bring it in from Canada. All of this is off the table. And they've made it so that new companies cannot enter into this marketplace. So basically, the, you know, these couple of companies have a total lockdown on the entire market. And they're getting basically just a pass. The company that ended up having to shut down operations temporarily and recall a bunch of infant formula because it was, in, because it was uh, contaminated, they had been inspected. They had been approved. Flags had been dropped about the way that the, some of their practices in their factory, but the way that it operates is that all of these notif- all of these like citations, you know, not really citations. It's it's more of just notices were delivered to them from the inspectors, but none of that com- none of that compels them to actually stop operating and fix those things. Everything's within a time frame. You know, they have all this time to fix these problems. Except in this particular case, like bad shit happened inside of that window. So they were not ever out of compliance. This was like, this is the kind of leniency that the that inspectors are giving these big companies. This is a crisis of the dysfunction of dominant institutions, yeah. capitalism and the state. Yeah. And he's passing this off as if it's the immigrants. I guess. Uh, no, it's the baby-killing Democrats that are doing it. They want your babies to die. And specifically for the immigrants at the border to be well-fed and nourished. No, we want those babies to live. Yeah. But we want your white Christian babies to die. Yeah. That's as the if conspiracy only, As if only white Christian babies were affected by the shortage of infant formula. <laughs> you you don't don't try to follow the reasoning through this. It's not a it, it is not operating on this level. God, I remember back. I mean, I've been following the the evangelical Christian thing for a while. I remember back. I think it's got to be fifteen years now when Kirk Cameron was producing these educational videos that were meant to train young evangelicals and how to talk to their friends that were not born again. And he, he's, I remember his words so fucking clearly. He said, you have to circumnavigate the intellect. 